good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? So glad you're joining me today and glad that you're able to tune in and listen to this and hope it's a help to you. Uh, we're be- I'm beginning a brand new podcast week and we're going to be continuing some studies in the wisdom literature of the Bible. And today we find ourselves right back in the book of Ecclesiastes again in reading through my personal Bible study and just working my way through the Bible in a year. Uh, I have been intrigued by Solomon's writing in, in the book of Ecclesiastes. A lot of great wisdom here to pay heed to, and I, hopefully it will, uh, I hope that it will be a, a great help to you. There are so many places I could have paused and elaborated on when we came through these chapters of Ecclesiastes. I mean, just chapters one and two are so loaded with thought-provoking statements that really causes you to evaluate life, to be able to kind of step outside of the the uh, the the melu of the storm that you're in and to be able to take a look at things from an eternal perspective but time does not permit me to linger too long and so we're just going to hit a few of the highlights through ecclesiastes in fact in the first 6 chapters of ecclesiastes it solomon spends time really uh exploring the emptiness and the vanity of life from from a human perspective Uh, the vanity of all things, the pointlessness of it, the emptiness of it, that a life lived without God really doesn't have a purpose or a meaning or any kind of of satisfactory experience. Uh, The world will assert differently on that, but if they're really brutally honest in a calm moment when they've unplugged from their iPhones and uh, taken the the uh, uh, earphones, earbuds out of their ears, and they really sit in a quiet spot and think on the brief existence of this uh, life, our own mortality. That when you think very deeply about that and you don't know God, you end up coming up very empty and very discouraged and depressed because life is only meaningful when it's lived in obedience to God. But Solomon explores all of his opportunities as a wealthy man that possesses every opportunity, every means to be able uh, to satisfy his own flesh in this life and see if that satisfies. And he ends up coming up empty. So in chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes, where I'm uh, spending some time uh, in this podcast, you you really do receive some counsel for living out your days of suffering that come because life is vain without God. It's empty. And so Solomon thinks a little bit more deeply and he reaches into uh, his heart and he begins to remember the words of God. Uh, He begins to draw on the wisdom that God gave to him. And in chapter 7, Solomon begins to offer some counsel for how we can live this life most productively that we live right now. Some of the best wisdom for a good life begins here in chapter 7. I mean, in all of literature, uh, Solomon's counsel is just a blessing to us. So he's going to emphasize, he already has emphasized in the first six chapters, the sorrow, the perplexity of life, the puzzling nature of what it's all about. You're never going to escape it, he says. It's always going to be there. As long as you're drawing breath and you're in this world today, life is going to most often feel 
feel puzzling. It's going to feel empty. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be annoying every time you turn around. Because why? Because the Bible says that we are dying men and women living in a world that's deteriorating around us. It's decaying. It's changing. Uh, it's never going to remain the same. It continues this this uh, uh, downward spiral. That's the way our world is right now. And it's growing. It's getting uh, that way even faster now as it spirals down. But having said all that, God's truth can give you joy and meaning in life. It really can. It gives reason for your being. It gives reason for what you do in life. It gives you understanding of where you're going uh, and what you can expect after you go. Uh, that's what God's truth does. It gives you something to anchor your life to. I I look at the news today and I see these human life experiences and the things that people are going through. And you see people that are just wandering like they're just dead men walking, that they're just trying to figure out how to just survive and it's miserable and they just have no light in their eyes whatsoever. Well, Solomon offers at least, at least five truths I want to highlight just quickly in the podcast today from chapter seven. Uh, he, I think he suggests these five truths because if you'll practice them, uh, they're going to generate a level of happiness in your life and success that a lost world just cannot know. Now, there are others. Uh, I don't have time to be able to go through it verse by verse. So let's, in the time that we have remaining, just hit a few of those highlights. Chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes, uh, the Bible, uh, Solomon gives us his counsel, and it's this. Choose to give thought frequently and reflect on the shortness of your life. Um, Solomon says in verse 2 of chapter 7, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. Now, that's Solomon's wisdom that I think he got from God. And he says literally, and I put it in our modern statements today, language, going to a funeral will give you better thought than going about your spiritual condition. Going to, uh, trying to live a life of com, uh, continuous partying and celebrations and, and all of these kinds of things uh, will really uh, shade and obscure uh, something that is more important for you to think about. Always bear in mind, basically Solomon says, the frivolity to reject the, the party type spirit where you have to have some kind of amusement going on all the time. And instead, think more sober thoughts. Think more more uh, realistic thoughts about your existence in the world today. Verse 3 goes on to carry that thought. The Bible says, Sorrow is better than laughter, for by the sadness of the countenance, the heart is made better. <laughs> now, that's an interesting statement, isn't it? When I read that, by the sadness of the countenance, the heart is made better. Now, for you pessimists out there, which I tend to be, uh, that's not biblical uh, foundation for you being a pessimist all the time. However, I would say to you that it's good counsel for us to think realistically all the time. 
Sorrow is often more productive in our lives than laughter is. And it gives us time to think very soberly about our condition, where we are, how we're living, uh, what our expectations are when we die, and so on. So, give special thought to to your mortality, uh, to the probation time you're spending on this earth and where you're headed as a as a spirit as a living immortal being before God number two Solomon gives in chapter seven here some other counsel and he says down in verse five uh, it is better to hear the rebuke of the wise uh, than for a man to hear the song of fools He actually says in the next verse, For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. Um, Literally, he's saying it's better to hear rebuke than the song of fools. We're far better off, folks, to listen to criticism from one with wisdom than to listen to the mindless songs of a foolish world. This is why I constantly challenge uh, the people that God has given for me to to me to shepherd, that we ought to be very careful about uh, about uh, filling our minds and our hearts with the so-called uh, philosophy and thinking of a lost and dying world around us. They are fools because they reject God, and so Solomon is saying it's better uh, to to uh, hear uh, the rebuke of the word of God than to listen to the song of fools that just says do whatever you want to do and what makes you feel good. You're far better off uh, to listen to the criticism of the wisdom of the word of God than to listen to the wrong sources. Solomon says well, that's going to help you to live a good life. Number three down in verse nine Solomon writes be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Well, that one's kind of self-explanatory, and it simply means just um, be slow to be angry. Anger is the mark of a fool in the Bible, or unrestrained anger, uh, fleshly anger, uh, because anger really does mark somebody who in his own heart is not where he ought to be. Proverbs warns us that we should not make friends with an angry man in Proverbs twenty-two twenty-four. So be somebody who is in control of his spirit and who does not uh, get hasty about his anger. In verses 10 through 14, uh, we are told, beginning in verse 10, Say not thou, what is the cause that the former days were better than these? You ever heard somebody say that? The good old days? He goes on to say, For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Wisdom is good with an inheritance, and by it there is profit to them that see the sun. Uh, in other words, he's saying this, accept God's will for each day. Uh, don't complain. Don't be somebody who murmurs about all your struggles. Now, we're on the beginning of a new week, at least as a podcast, and this is probably good counsel for us. Uh, not to yearn for the good old days. That's just not realistic. Because, And frankly, they probably weren't all that good uh, back then anyway, but that's the way we tend to think of it. But uh, even to inquire about them and spend time longing about them, and uh, that's foolishness. You're living today. Folks, here you are right now. When this podcast is released, you're listening to this. You're living right now. God's given you these seconds and these breaths to draw. So live for today in a way that honors the Lord with your lives. Don't spend time doubting on what used to be, doting on what used to be. And last of all, 
in verse 15. The Bible says, All things have I seen in the days of my vanity. There is a just man that perisheth in his righteousness, and there is a wicked man that prolongeth his life in his wickedness. Be not righteous overmuch, neither make thyself overwise. Why shouldst thou destroy thyself? Be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldst thou die before thy time? And so on and so forth. Uh, there's an extended pasture scripture there that is saying that uh, there are sometimes conundrums in life. There are puzzling things that occur. But the bottom line is choose godliness, avoid being self-righteous, uh, avoid the sensual living of this flesh, which is only temporary, and make important what God makes important. These are good truths to live by from King Solomon. Praying for you as you go through your week. Praying for you today. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I know that uh, God's going to give you the strength to do what you need to do. Keep your eyes fixed on Him. Stay often in the Word of God and accumulate that wisdom for serving Him. God bless you.